deal. At home, turn us up. In your car, turn us on. At work, tell others about Talking with Ms. T, the talk show that's giving you trending topics, noted news, interesting interviews, community updates, and so much more. It continues right now. Miss T. She'll do the talking. All you got to do is be a good listener. Greetings to all of you beautiful people on this lovely November Tuesday. This is Tanisha Baker, your host with the most of trending news, noted interviews, old school music, and much more. You're listening to Talking With T, the show designed with your interest in mind. We hit the roof with the truth and the floor with much more of what you need to know to stay engaged, enlightened, empowered, educated, and of course, entertained. It is the 14th day of November, and if today is your birthday, you share it with Joseph Simmons, better known as Reverend Run of the old school rap trio Run DMC, Prince Charles of England, and the first female African-American Secretary of State, Condoleezza Rice. On this day in history, the first streetcar went into operation in New York City, and Apollo 12 blasted off for the moon from Cape Kennedy, Florida in 1972. Blue Ribbon Sports became the brand we now know as Nike, and on this date in 2012, Candy Crush Saga was released as a mobile app for smartphones. Today on the national calendar is recognized as World Diabetes Day, World Orphans Day, National Pickle Day, and Loosen Up and Lighten Up Day. The theme this month in respect of the Thanksgiving season is be thankful and be giving. Last week, we discussed that there is a difference between being thankful and showing you are thankful. There are people and things you should be thankful for, and there are people you should be thankful to. The easiest way to express your gratitude is through giving. Talking with T would love to feature your organization or business. Become a sponsor or advertise on the show. Let us help you reach more people and promote your brand, service, or product. Keep it where it's at. I'll be right back with a special interview in honor of World Diabetes Day. Business owners, church leaders, entrepreneurs, why not build your brand on Talking With Tea, your urban talk show designed to engage, educate, empower, and encourage. Call today, 865-409-1170 for more details or visit TalkingWithTea.com. Oh, you're the best part of 
eyes and those brown eyes, yes, you're the one that I desire. When we wake up and then we make love, it makes me feel so nice. You're my water when I'm stuck in the desert. You're the talent all I take when my head hurts. You're the sunshine of my life. I just wanna see how beautiful you are. You know that I see it. I know you're a star. Where you go, I'll follow. No matter how far. If life is a movie. Everybody's talking with T, the talk show designed to engage, educate, empower, and encourage the community is on. WJBE 99.7 FM and 1040 AM, just the best every day. All right, listeners, as we announce, this month, November, is Diabetes Awareness Month, and I have a special guest on the show today, Ms. Chaka Jackson out of Nashville, and she has a special connection to diabetes from her own personal story to how she is supporting diabetes awareness. So first of all, thank you and welcome to Talking With T. Well, thank you, and I'm so happy to be on Talking With T. It's such an honor. Yeah, so I understand that you started a foundation, Diabetic Social, and before we get into your personal journey, tell us a little bit about that. Well, Diabetic Social is um, basically it's my foundation. It's here to help other diabetics, um, both type 1, type 2, pre, pre-diabetic, people who are um, pre-diabetic, and um, also I call them type 3s, which are those who love and care for a diabetic. Um, mm. Our mission here is, is to create a, like an international awareness and education around a diabetic lifestyle through proper management and prevention. Perfect. So your passion for this organization, for this foundation, and your founder and president stems yes. from your um, diabetes. You said you're type 1? I am a type 1 diabetic. Yes, so I've been for a type the- 1 diabetic for 25 years. Wow. Okay. So for the listeners who really don't know the difference in the types, like we know the term diabetic and insulin resistant and those types of things, tell us the difference in type 1 and type 2. Well, a type 1 diabetic is insulin dependent. So okay. basically their their pancreas isn't producing the insulin that it needs to break down the, the sugars from all the carbohydrates and stuff like that that a person may eat. So therefore we have to either be on an insulin pump or take insulin injections. So, and also, too, um, and also we, we tend to wear a CGM, which is a continuous glucose meter, which also lets us know what our blood sugars are 
like that, it monitors your blood sugar for like 24 hours a day. But um, that's what a type 1 is, is insulin dependent. A type 2 okay. diabetic, um, pretty much their diabetes can be reversed. They can control it. They can control it through diet and exercise and with oral medication. So you'll hear a lot, a lot of type 2s that take like metformin or something like that. But if they change, you know, do these different changes in their lifestyle as far as their eating habits and exercising and stuff like that and properly taking their medication and monitoring their blood sugars, like I believe that they need a CGM2, a continuous glucose meter as well. So just for the simple fact that it monitors your blood sugars 24 hours a day. But um, their diabetes can be reversed. So they have a chance of reversing it. All right. Thank you for that information. I have a few other questions. I mean, I know that people are walking around either pre-diabetic or on the verge. uh, Maybe they're type 2 and they're not aware. But are there some symptoms that people should pay attention to that might encourage them to get checked out so that they can manage it? Or Yes, of course. Um, Some of the symptoms that... You may see, and like some diabetics, is um, basically when they're drinking water a lot. Um, they drink the water a lot, or they may be using the bathroom a lot. Like with my personal experience, I was drinking water a whole lot, but I was going to the bathroom like within 30 minutes. I probably used the bathroom five times. That's oh, not wow. normal. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, as a tight one, I mean, I lost weight. Like I got down to like 99 pounds. Um, I was a real fatigue, and um, you tend to get – you can get sores like cuts or scrapes or something, and they tend to heal really, really slow. Because diabetics, we heal slow. So those are some symptoms as well. Um, let's see. What are some other symptoms? Again, um, real edgy, irritable, real moody, mood swings. And that can stem from, like, very low blood sugars or it can stem from very high blood sugars. But, yes, those okay. are, like, some of the symptoms as far as, right. um, yeah, so, like I said, frequent urination is, like, increased thirst, fatigue, tiredness, a certain weight loss, um, blurred vision is one extreme hunger. Just those are some of the symptoms of diabetes. All right. Well, the thing about it, as far as I know, is that it is manageable. Whether it's type 1 or type 2, some things might be inconvenient. But I think mm-hmm. you probably adjust so that you can have a healthier lifestyle and more quality of life. Mm-hmm. So with your foundation, what are some of the things that you do? With my foundation, we are spreading the awareness about diabetes, and we are helping to encourage those who may be already di- diagnosed with diabetes, whether it's type 1 or type 2, you know, to um, take better care of themselves. A lot of people are like silent about it so they're not speaking about it and they tend to deal with the diabetes in silence and what I have learned in the past is a lot of people don't even know about the different devices that's even actually out there to help you manage your diabetes as far as the CGMs now they're talking about it a lot more now but even when I was diagnosed I didn't learn that I didn't learn about a CGM to like 20 20 years into you know 20 years into diabetes is when I, you know, I have been diagnosed for 20 years before I even heard about a CGM. Um, so that's what we're doing. We're just pretty much spreading the awareness, actually giving people a place where they can come and 
talk about it amongst others who are actually dealing with the same thing. Because a lot of times when you are surrounded by other people who are dealing with the same that you are, you, you tend to open up a little bit more and then you can actually learn from each other as, as to how to um, help manage your diabetes or different things that you can do when this and that happens and stuff like that. So we're just here just to give that awareness, give that support, and just make sure that, that you know that you're not in this journey, you're not on this journey alone. And these are some of the things that can help you. And actually, um, what questions to ask your doctors? Because we learn, I'm learning that a lot of people actually don't know what to ask their doctors when it comes down to that. Like, you need to make sure you keep up with what your A1C is. Your, A1, um, your A1C basically measures what your blood sugar has been doing for the past three months. So, yeah, that so that's important. Really and I know community is important. So to develop, to develop a community where people can feel that there's a safe space to find out information, to be yes. encouraged, because I know you mentioned that some of it is a change in lifestyle. And that's probably yes. easier said than done to change it, habits. It but it's important, I guess, um, when you're dealing with diabetes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It is. It's, it's one of those, it's a thing to where you have to change the paradigm in your mind. You have to become more disciplined with, you know, taking better care of yourself, making these adjustments, making these changes. And what I encourage a lot of people to do is, you know, take baby steps, you know, because it, it needs to be something that's a permanent change, not just for right now, you know. Yeah, something sustainable. I mean, yeah, exactly. So it, it, you have to do what's best for you because what works for me may not work for you. You know, so you have to find what, what, what works for you, what helps you because everybody's different. Everybody's body, you know, responds to things differently. Just like I tell a lot of people, um, I'm for an example, like my type twos, I know a lot of them, a lot of doctors like to throw them on metformin, but metformin is not, good for everybody so it's like get a cgm so you can see how that affects your blood sugars are you taking enough medicine are you taking you know too little medicine i mean you just need to know how does the food affect you you know what is your blood sugar after you eat rice or pizza or you know you had a steak dinner you know what what is your blood sugar doing because what is what is might be doing for me and maybe doing something different for you so you know you got to know you almost got to be your own doctor sort of sense so that you can actually tell your doctor how this is affecting you you know you have right. so that your doctor you know, it's like to me you need to know these things so that you can help your doctor help you what do you think is the biggest challenge in trying to deal with diabetes i think the biggest challenge with diabetes is eating because a lot of people don't know what to eat they think that like, i can't have nothing and to me, I feel like that's not true. It's like you can eat. Everything needs to be in moderation. Um, a lot of people may ask me, well, what's a good, healthy diabetic diet? And to me, I'm just like, what's a diabetic diet? A diabetic diet is a healthy, you know, nutritionist diet. It's the same as a normal person who, who doesn't have diabetes. We all need to eat healthy. We all need to eat, like, portion size. We all need to, you know, manage what we're eating. So to me... Um, when it comes to a type two, now type two may have to change what they're eating, of course, because because it becomes a thing of weight loss with okay. type twos. So you know they may have to change their diet a little bit, and you know 
to to actually lose the weight that they need to lose if that's the, if that's the um you know if that's what's going on with them at the time but i know like with the weight gain does the weight gain contribute to diabetes is it a direct path to diabetes well or is it coupled with something else well, yeah, I can, I'm not going to say it's a direct path. You know, I'm not a doctor, so I can't really just say exactly what that would be. But I know that it contributes to diabetes. Okay. Okay. Yeah, it can contribute to it. But um, it's, it's, so I would say the most challenging thing with most diabetics is is eating because, you know, you you get cravings at times too. You know, I mean, I may want, want some ice cream, a piece of cake or something, then, you know, just everything's in moderation. That's what I say. And then you got your diabetic. Well, I call them diabetic police. And you're like, you can't have that. You can't have that. You know, you know, you're not. <laughs> to and it's like that's why I just like it's it's you know our type threes, our ones who love and support us. They need to be educated as well, because it's not that we can't have. You know, like I said, everything's in moderation. You know, everything's in moderation. So you can have a little piece. You can have all that. You know, but it's not, everything's in moderation. Like I told someone, I was like. I'm just like you. The only difference between me and you is that I have to take insulin because my pancreas isn't functioning, you know. I mean, so I'm going to have to take insulin regardless if it's healthy or not. You know, I still got to take insulin because I have right. to have the, you know, I have to have the food breakdown in my body properly so we can just, you know, go to where, it, you know, to the cells that it needs to go to. So I had to take insulin regardless. You know, sometimes, you know, you have your 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 good and bad days. You know, mm-hmm. you can have your days where you're just high. You're just sitting there just drinking water all day, and you're just high. Like I told somebody, I, said, I looked at water, and my blood sugar went high. <laughs> just like, I mean, I don't <laughs> right. Know. So it's it's it's, it's crazy because sometimes diabetes can have a mind of its own. So you know, like I said, you just have to learn how to just manage it. You know, do what's best for your body. So we talked about your foundation really providing this sense of community. Why is it important for people to talk about diabetes, and I don't hear, particularly in the African-American community, I hear people have it, but the education piece, not so much. Well, what, I, what I've learned, like, especially in our community, is that we tend to be silent about it. Um, and I know why we're silent about it is because people tend to look at us like like we're sick, and we don't want to be considered as sick. I know, like, when people ask me or if I tell someone, hey, I'm a type 1 diabetic, they'll say, oh, you have the worst one. And I'll just Mm. kind of giggle like the worst one, like, oh, okay, because maybe because I have to, you know, take insulin shots. But, you know, stuff like that uh, make you keep silent because, again, you don't want people to look at you like you're sick. And... You have to just realize that they just need to be educated on what diabetes really is and what it's about and how you can help opposed to just looking at us like we're sick or, you know, being a diabetic police or, you know, things of that nature. But, yeah, so right. it's, it's, um, it's one of those things to where I'm trying to bring it out to where we're talking more about it because what I'm learning is that a lot of people – want to talk about it because either they're affected by diabetes or they know someone else close to them that has to, has diabetes and they just want to know, you know, how do how do I deal with it or how do I help this person deal with it? 
you know. And so, that would be me. I do have a few people in my life that are um, diabetic, and I do think about how can I encourage them or what's it like to be in their shoes, what's their journey like, you know, how can I be there for them. So, mm-hmm. yeah. So, yeah. So your community, and I think these conversations, and what I'm getting at is it's not just for those that actually have diabetes, but like you mentioned, type 3, those that love and care about people who have diabetes. Exactly, because diabetes affects everybody. I don't care. Like, in my family, is is everybody's affected by it, you know, because, mm-hmm. you know, everybody tries to, hey, we all going to eat, like, I'm one of those, I cook, this is how I'm cooking dinner for everybody. You know, this is how we're going to eat. This is that, you know, if something's wrong with me, everybody needs to know how, you know, how to help me. Like if my blood sugar is going low, they need to know, okay, she needs sugar. She needs some juice. She needs some candy. If her sugar's high, she needs some medicine. Get her some medicine, get her some water, something, because water would naturally bring your blood sugar down too. Oh, okay. So, yeah, so it's, it's, it's things like that. You have to, you almost, you have to educate everybody. I can, I educate my friends, you know, cause when I'm out with people, they need to know. If something happens to me, A, B, C, D, mm. you know, I don't, I don't need y'all sitting there looking at me. I mean, you know, be on it, you know, you know, be prompt about it, you know, you have they to. They need to make I mean, something happen. <laughs> yeah, make something happen. Yeah. And most of the time they want to know. Most of the people, they want to know. So right. that's what I'm learning too, because I used to hide my diabetes. I used to hide my, I used to deal with it alone, and it was depressing. You go into um, what they call a, a, a like a diabetic burnout. Those uh-huh. are real, and that's called it. And basically, it's a depression that you go into um, when you just feel like I'm not going to be a diabetic anymore. I don't care nothing about taking the medicine. I don't care what my blood sugar is doing. I ain't doing none of that. You throw in the towel. And we'll sit right here. Yeah, you do. You, and you just sit there and, you know, and I would cry and I would just, you know, just, it's, it's, I don't want to say you're feeling sorry for yourself, but it's just, it's a lot. It can be a lot to deal with because you have to deal with the diabetes. What's my blood sugar? Am I taking enough medicine? Am I not taking enough medicine? What can I eat? What am I going to eat today? You know, but yeah, but, but Along with all of that, you still got, I got to pay the bills. I got to see what the kids doing. I got to see, you know, I got to go to work. I got, you know, your, your personal life, you still juggling that too. And then you got to come back over here and then don't let your blood sugar drop. Lord have mercy. It's just like now I got to sit here and wait until my blood sugar come back up. I'm wasting, you feel like you're wasting time and then people, or you're wasting other people's time. You know, like, like you feel like you can be a bother at times. Hmm. But, that's what you're thinking, but in reality, you're probably thinking like, no, I mean, we're not thinking that. I really need to know how to help you. You know, how can right. I help? You know, so, but Doc said you have to bring yourself out of the burnout. Like, I would have to just pull myself out of the depression. And what would really pull me out, I would think about my girls. You know, and I'm just like, you know, they aren't talking, you know, they only have one mom. You know, you got to be strong. You got to fight for them. You know, and it pulled me out of it, and I'm just like, okay, so... What's my blood sugar now? You know, do I need medicine? Do I need some juice? You know, and then you just, you, you get back to reality. But, yeah. And I so mean, you taught your children how to mm-hmm. They know how to check my blood sugar. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. They know if mm-hmm. I fall out, hey, here's my glucagon pen. So if I fall out, here, just, just give me a shot right here on the leg or, you know, 
the thigh or whatever. Okay. <laughs> you know, this is how you check my blood sugar. You know, this is before I had a CGM. I showed them how to check my blood sugar. You know, give me a shot. You know, stuff like that. So, yeah, they know. They know. Okay. Right. Yeah, so they know if it's low, get her some juice. Get her some candy. They know my favorite go-to is pineapple juice. For some reason, pineapple juice does it for me. <laughs> so, you know, but, but yeah, so there's it's just things like that you do. You have to, that's why I said it affects everybody, because you have to kind of teach everybody around you, who's mm-hmm. around you, like what to do, how to, re- how to respond and respond fast. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Like no, that's my helpful to know. Yeah, like with my Dexacon, my CGM, I have a, I have, I have a Dexacon. So I have like five people that can follow me. So when I, my blood sugar drops to urgent low, they're notified. So basically oh. their phone will go off. Yeah, their phone will go off like, hey, her blood sugar is 55. You might want to check on her. You know, um, if it goes too high at a range, their, their phone will go off. Hey, her blood sugar is high. You might want to check on her until to take some medicine or something. But yeah, it alerts them. See, I've so never I've, heard of that. It makes sense, really, but yeah. I don't know that yeah. I've, I've heard of it. I, I absolutely love it. Absolutely love it because, like, when you know, just just a diabetic, you know, you just sometimes you feel like you just surviving. Just you know, hey, I got through today. Just surviving mm-hmm. to get to the next day. Because again, like I tell a lot of people, and that's why you need to know your medicine, your dosages, and stuff like that. Because the same medicine that can help you. And also to be the same medicine that can kill you. You gotta oh, know. We've learned so much today. Okay. Yeah. For those oh. that are interested in more information or could use support from your foundation and really get engaged with the community of other diabetics and learn how I know there are tips, tools and strategies. It's not a one size fits all, but I'm sure there are some things that people have experienced and can pass some wisdom along, or even if you just want someone to talk to. I really like that you help people know the questions to ask their doctors because according to the last statistics that I saw on diabetes, it leans heavily in the African-American community. Mm-hmm. And so I applaud you for starting this foundation and offering this support. For those that want to get in touch with you, or learn more about the foundation, where can they go or how can they access that information? They can go to my website at um, diabeticsocial.org. I'm also on Instagram and Facebook and TikTok to where um, they can contact me there at Diabetics You got all the bases covered, don't you? So I do. Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, um, and a website. Yes, my website. My website, you know, tells you – all about diabetes, um, what diabetic social is about. Like I said, um, we have like different um, like like food recipes on there. Um, when I have events coming up, because I we do different um, health fairs and stuff like that, so we try to do things in the community to you know where people can come out and just you know sometimes a lot of people are hands on, like they need to see. Like I know I'm like that. I want to be upfront. I want to ask you a question. I want to be in person you know, type of deal. So we have um, events like that where you can come out. We'll have speakers, stuff like that, where you can come and just ask questions. Sometimes I have doctors. Like I just had a health fair where I had uh, a doctor. I had a podiatrist. Um, let's see, we had a nutritionist. We had a fitness instructor. So 
I mean, it was great. You know, people came out. They got to ask questions that they wanted to ask. They got to share their stories. They got to mingle amongst others who are dealing with the same things. So it was it was a great fellowship. All right. So, listeners, I'm going to share this information on TalkingWithT.com as well as my social media pages. And I just want to reiterate again how thankful I am to have you on Talking With T. I am uh, proud of the work you're doing. And I want you to keep it up. This is just really special, so amazing. In fact, let me let me back up because I don't want to end our time. You recently won an award. That's how we met. So share yes. really quickly about the award you won. Uh, I won an award, um, award uh, which is the 14th Annual DAPS Award that a Hearn hosts every year, and I won the. The community, the community service advocacy award for diabetic social. So basically just going out in the community, just spreading awareness about diabetes and just helping those in the community. So but yeah, it was an honor. It was a real true honor to win this award. Yeah. Congratulations. And it's been my Thank honor you. to speak with you. So listeners, again, I'm going to share the information. Shaka Jackson, thank you for talking with T. Well, thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Absolutely. Thank you for tuning in to Talking With T, your urban talk show. The show designed with you in mind. And we would love to connect with you right now on social media. All things Talking With T. And you can listen to the show 24-7, 365 on iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, and iHeartRadio. Now on that note, T will end with a quote. Living in a state of gratitude is the gateway to grace. Ariana Huffington. Remember where you heard the word. Keep being kind until next time. You've been listening to Talking with Tea.